You're listening to the Embrace Fertility podcast. My name's Naomi Wolfson. I'm a fertility specialist and Embrace Fertility offers inspiration, support and community to those trying to conceive. It's October. The nights are drawing in. It rained for the entire day yesterday. Entire day. And I've just aged another year. October is generally the time that I have a bit of a kind of life crisis, reassess, have that. I have that in October rather than like a lot of people might at New Year have that as the time of kind of like looking at their life. For me, it's always October around my birthday. September for me always feels like it's the start of something new. I work in that kind of school year rather than the calendar year. So for me, when I look back over the past 12 months and everything I've achieved, but also everything I haven't achieved, all the things that, you know, a year ago set my intentions, was like, this is what I'm going to do over the next 12 months. And obviously, a lot of that shifted because of coronavirus and lockdown and the way just the world is shifting and different focuses and different things became more important but still the kind of overriding thing is like I'm really just bored of being of feeling overwhelmed feeling anxious feeling like oh it's a hard slog because there is so much grief at the moment in the world there is so much sadness and anger and overwhelm upset all the things and it's very easy to be swamped by that and to feel completely overwhelmed by all the kind of like the responsibility that we each have to play our part and do something constructive do something helpful the problem lies in where you become so overwhelmed by everything that you feel that you should be doing that you just stall and you end up not being able to do anything and this is what's happening for some of my clients at the moment that they just feel like there is so much that they need to research there are decisions that they need to make that are just so huge they don't even know where to start and so they're feeling overwhelmed so they just stall and they do absolutely nothing because they can't because it's just too big it's just too huge and I get into this sometimes I'm like I'm at the stage I just need to I'm speaking to publishers, I get my book published, I'm launching new products, there's all this going on. And when I think about the to-do list of these are things I need to do to get to where I want to be, it just seems, it just seems huge, it just doesn't seem possible. And so nothing happens, you just stall. So today I wanted to talk about ways that you can get yourself moving again. And the very first thing to do is to just stop. Even if it feels like you're completely stalled and you feel like you've already stopped, you haven't actually stopped. It's like you've got your foot on the accelerator, but also the handbrake. So like part of you is telling you, like, go forward, move forward, go, 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 go. But you've got the handbrake on. And that's the overwhelm. It's just like, pull the handbrake on, screeching, stop, and you're not going anywhere. But inside, you have that build-up of, oh, I want to keep going, want to keep going, need to keep going, ah. So actually what you need to do is just stop, put the car into neutral, put yourself into neutral, 
and just stop completely just and just take a few breaths reassess allow your mind and body to settle in that moment and get really really clear on what the one very small first step needs to be because you don't need to the phrase is isn't it it's like how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time so the thought of eating an entire not that I would ever eat an elephant by the way let's just lay that but the thought of trying to eat something huge just seems completely overwhelming and sometimes we think we need to eat it like we're a cobra and we're just going to eat the whole thing in one bite and then we're going to have to like gag it down like reverse gag it into our body that isn't how we do things as humans for most of us it doesn't suit us well to try and do anything in that way some people do and some people love just jumping right in and having it this what all at the same time but for most of us it totally freaks us out so just look at where do i want to go and it can be really good just to put this onto paper. So just do a complete brain dump of all the things in your head, all the things that you think you have to do. Write them all down and then immediately go through and delete a load of them. Just cross them out. Just get rid of them. Because they're things you think that you need to do. But actually, when you write it down, you're like, do I really, do I really need to do that? And it's like, no, I don't delete as many things as you can that just aren't important then list the things in order of importance so there will be things that you can just put off that you can go actually I really I don't need to do that this week maybe it has to happen next week but I don't need to do it this week or at least I don't need to do it today so shift all of those things onto a future list so this doesn't need to happen now shift it over then look at the things that are left and break each item down into very, very small, manageable steps. And sometimes it's tiny. When it comes to research, it can literally be, I'm going to spend 30 minutes googling this one particular thing. And set a timer, because as we know, Google is infinite, and we can end up in like a whole loophole of researching and articles and set off down places we never knew existed. Set a timer and go, right, I am going to look at this for 30 minutes. This can also really help if it's something that you really don't want to have to research, like a treatment option or the next step. And sometimes we can feel so much like, well, I don't want to go there. I don't want this to have to be my life. I don't want to go there. So that's, ah. But actually, finding out information, gaining knowledge on a particular area can reduce the fear, can induce the anxiety about that next step. Because when we understand, whenever our mind has, has gaps, wherever our mind doesn't have information, this is where it can kind of make up horror stories. Because we try and create a, a vision of what we think it's going to be like with the very limited information we have. And so it can be a skewed opinion of what we think IVF is going to be like, or what we think donor eggs might be like, or what we think adoption might be like. We try and piece together this really patchy vision of what we think it might might be whereas actually spend 30 minutes researching get some really grounded information and facts your brain then has something to hold on to it has like okay so actually that bit I was wrong I was seeing that in the wrong way this is an option for me and you can do this with 
every area of your life. And when you take that time to really step back and look at the bigger picture, instead of feeling like you're running around and feeling completely overwhelmed, you can go, and then, you know, a month passes, and you look back and go, what have I actually done? Like, I've I've lived and I've done the day-to-day stuff, but I haven't moved forward towards the goal, towards my vision. Because we need to take the time not even make the time, we need to take the time we need to move towards what we want. And a lot of the time we're really good at doing this if it's something like treatment, for example, and the clinic is giving us a list of what we need to do and times and days to do it on. And obviously we will follow that to the letter because why on earth would we not? We wouldn't we just, we just wouldn't, we wouldn't pay for treatment and go into treatment and not do all the things they're telling us to do. That would be ridiculous. But in other areas of life, if we say we want to work on our mindset, for example, if we're feeling overwhelmed, we're feeling anxious, we're feeling depressed. If we say, I I want to do something about this, I'm sick of living like this, I, I don't want to do this anymore. We need to make the commitment. We need to put a plan in place and we need to stick to it. Because when we don't, it's like we... We can't change if we don't change our behaviour. So if we change what we're doing, if we put a plan in place and we stick to it, if we learn the things that really help us, test them out, try them out, try them on for size, and then when we know the things that are helping us, stick with it, make it non-negotiable, make it part of your everyday life, make it part of your, your weekly routine, you have these things in place. And for each person, this will be different things. So it could be meditation. It could be listening to hypnosis tracks. It could be journaling. It could be having a support group and speaking to people who really understand. It could be, um, you know, completely distracting yourself from the situation and doing something really, really fun and like dancing or singing or just something, anything that connects you back to yourself. So the other week I was talking about the importance for all women. What we need is time, a way to reconnect to who we are. And for each person, yeah, that could be meditation, journaling, yoga, singing, flying, whatever it is. But when you're doing it, you just get that, this is who I am. This is the core of me. And when you touch that, when you get into that space of, this is it this is I feel at peace I feel I feel like me in this moment touching back in and if it's something creative for me it's like if I'm writing I lose myself in that writing and I'm so absorbed by the writing and the words and the creation like time just seems to speed up or stand still and I'm completely connected to the words that I'm writing And I feel good, I feel productive, I feel lit up, inspired, in spirit. That's where that word comes from. Anything that you do that, and it's like, it's like something you do and it's literally like your eyes open a little bit more and it's like more light can like rush into your eyes. That's how I feel it. And a lot of the time for me, meditation doesn't actually get me there. It's something creative, it's something really exploring who I am, or it's walking in the woods and totally losing myself on little tracks that I haven't been down before. 
but we each need something in our life that connects us to that something connects us to us but also like the world wider world and if you're spiritual that would be connecting you to god connecting you to the universe connecting you to mother earth whatever belief system you have but something above and beyond just you singular you connecting you back in and this is why group meditation is so beautiful because not only are you setting down a time and a place to do this and meditate together and obviously the minute is on zoom for a lot of us but you're committing to that circle and by bringing your energy there's something so powerful about meditating with other women and having that space to to hold each other and when it's difficult and you're you want to get up and you don't want to be sat there because the thoughts that are going through your brain are just too much you're there with the circle and they're holding you and supporting you The next thing that we need is self-exploration. It's being able to ask those big questions of ourselves, like, you know, why am I feeling anxious? Why am I feeling angry? What can I do about this? What is triggering this? What beliefs do I have about life, my situation, myself, that are creating these emotions in me? How can I you know really explore this and dive deep into this and again for each of us there are different ways of doing that listening to podcasts reading books taking courses speaking to people that inspire us listening to material that we've not heard before or listening again because I think that's the biggest piece I've just come to the end of a six-month group program and on the call Amy was saying you know don't feel that this is this isn't just the end this is the beginning you have these tools you have this group now you go out and you make it your own and she said don't our life is a constant contracting and expanding and she said don't judge the contraction because it is natural for all of us especially in autumn autumn is that natural contraction where we are contracting in and then sort of well, you know here in the uk animals are going into hibernate hibernation they're contracting down into winter ready to expand then in the spring and if we judge every contraction and think oh i'm here again like oh this hasn't worked I've, oh, i'm feeling like this again we're not allowing for the natural ups and downs of life the fact that we're always naturally contracting and expanding oh i am stood under an acorn tree ow ow okay moving ow windy acorns blimey that really hurt (laughs) this guy on the shoulder by an acorn oh my word okay retreat retreat back to the path (laughs) what was my point anyway my point was yes So you keep learning and you keep, even me, like I am trained in this stuff. I teach this stuff, but I still need to be re-inspired, reignited. I need to keep this alive. So I need to keep meditating. I need to keep writing. I need to keep exploring who I am. That self-exploration at not just a surface level. I think this is where infertility gives you such an amazing opportunity to go, let's sort this shit out. Instead of for a lot of people, they get into motherhood and then they have to deal with all their shit because motherhood is, can be so confronting and forces you 
to look at who you are, who you want to be, look at all your triggers. But if you can do that during infertility, you go into motherhood with your eyes wide open, really knowing who you are, what you want, what type of mother you want to be, what type of life you want to lead, because you asked yourself these big questions in advance. And then the third thing, to support the connecting with yourself and the self-exploration is a circle of women to support you as you do this. And your support network may include your partner or or, or other men, but there is something quite powerful, quite ancient about having a circle of women, about having a space that is very sacred and that you can really talk about your body and your emotions and not feel judged not feel like you're being an emotional woman you're being you know oh you're hormonal or oh have you got your period love like there's none of that because everybody is living it or has lived it and so yeah at the end of the course Amy was saying these three things of all the courses that she has run of all the work that she has done supporting women over the past 10 years she really sees that these three components are so so important and that she is still on this exploration that it's not that you ever get to this end point where you are suddenly like ah everything's wonderful feel amazing you might feel like that but then it's okay that a few minutes hours days weeks whatever it is for you Then you come out of the expansion and into the contraction. So that you're preparing. It's like you go into the winter preparing for the spring. Preparing for the next expansion, which can be bigger and greater. So my invitation to you is to really look at how are you supporting yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like there's just, whoa, there's so much going on at the moment. I can't possibly take anything else on. The first thing is just to stop completely. Take that foot off the gas. Tune in. And that question, forgot to say at the start, always ask yourself, what do I need? Not what do I need to do, what do I need? And that could be more rest, more food, more connection, a plan, support. Whatever it is, have that first Then, write out, what do I need to do? What do I think that I need to do? Scrap a load of it, delegate what you can. Anything that you can do immediately that only takes 15 minutes or less, just do it, because the second you cross that off, you're gonna feel so good. Those things that have been on your list for weeks, maybe even months, they'll only take you 10 minutes, but you don't do it because it never seems as important. Just do it, and you'll feel really good. Free you up, free your brain space up. And then look at, what are the things, what do I want to achieve before the end of the year, for example? When it gets to the end of the year, I'm sat there on New Year's Eve, and I look back on this year. What do I want to think about this year? Do I want to think, fuck, that was shit. That was really, fucking hell, that was shit. Or do I want to look back and go, you know what? This was the year that I really stepped into me. This was the year that I really decided, you know what? fuck this, I'm getting on top of this now and I'm putting myself first and my well-being first and I am putting my mental health first and I am doing what I need to do in order 
to feel balanced and to feel good, to feel hopeful, to feel excited and inspired. Because we don't need the outside world to change in order for you to feel like that. I don't need the outside world to change in order for me to just tap into these feelings. What I teach is that you you don't need to add, it's like all you need to do is change your focus of attention. What I teach is how to change your focus and that is through meditation, emotional freedom technique, journaling, all these different techniques but every single one is just teaching you to turn your attention from what you don't want to what you do want. And in every moment of our lives, we have a choice. We can keep focusing on what we're focusing on because it feels like we don't have a choice or you can learn how to make it a choice. So I say we don't get to choose what thoughts pop into our mind. However, depression, anxiety, overwhelm, only happens when you have the same thought again and again and again and again and again. So you can have a very, very depressive thought, an overwhelming thought, and if you just have it once and go, oh God, what, ah, oh, that's, oh, that's a, that's a nasty one. That's, oh, I don't like, oh, I don't like him. You can turn away from it and do something to help yourself. It's only when that thought becomes habitual, becomes the the background noise in your mind of what if I never get to be a mum? What if I never blah, 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 blah. and it becomes just normal that you think that's just who you are and how life is because it's just there in the background the whole time. You can change that. You can change the record. You can choose to keep repeating that thought again or again or choose to think a different thought. So the thought comes Do I run with that one or do I choose to think a better thought? Choose a different way. Choose what I do with how I feel right now and change my focus from thinking everything needs to be okay for me to be okay. It doesn't. And actually, reversely and kind of, um, uh, what's the word? kind of sick what's the oh what's the word when and actually what I'm trying to say is kind of oh yeah perversely and in a perverse sense when you work on getting yourself okay the outer world then starts to fall into place as well it's like really perverse it's like the you think that you need things to change in order for you to be happy but actually get happy things start to change Ooh, so exciting and actually amazing because if you really tune into that it's like all you need to do is choose to make yourself feel better every moment of the day how can I feel better how can I feel better how can I feel better and then you're feeling better focusing on this feels good I like this this is good thank you ah yeah and you keep focusing on on what you want, on what you want, on what you want. And not in the sense of, I want to be pregnant, oh, I'm not pregnant, I want to be pregnant, oh, I'm not pregnant. Because that can just flip you into a negative cycle. But focus on the things that are going well in your life. Focus on the things that feel really good. Get yourself a circle of women. Get yourself 
an inspiration practice where you can really connect with yourself. Start a self-exploration journey where you ask yourself these big questions and you learn that you have choice. That's the first step, is opening yourself up to you have a choice. It's up to you. It's your life. If you haven't yet already watched my five free videos, then you can sign up at embracefertility.co.uk and it's set up so it will send you one video a day where we talk about the five steps of the Embrace Fertility Method. It starts with comfort, then coping, connection, clearing, creating. Five powerful steps to learning about who you are, learning about what you want. And if you've already watched them and you're feeling like, where do I go from here? Then jump on a call with me and let's talk. And let's talk about where you want to be by the end of the year. What you want to be thinking, feeling in your life. And how you're going to get there. And then at the end of that conversation, if it makes sense, we can talk about working together. It might not. There might be other things that you need. But it might be that this is what you need. And I'm here, and I'm here to support you. So go to embracefertility.co.uk. Bye.